Welcome to episode 166 of Crack the Customer Code. Thanks to Audible.com for sponsoring this episode. Get your free audiobook and a 30-day free trial as a listener to this podcast by visiting audibletrial.com slash customer code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with the original customer service repairman, Adam Toporek. Adam, how are you? I'm sorry, Jeannie, that comment is no longer under warranty. <laughs> That's how you handle it, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> You're like the opposite of the... Maytag repairman from those commercials. <laughs> Your warranty expired yesterday. Oh, so sad. That's how it works, right? The thing got, breaks the day after the warranty. It's, perfe- it's, it's so always perfectly planned. True. And you are preaching to the choir right now because here we are 10 years in this house and I feel like all the appliances are like, you guys ready? We're out, right? We're, we're dropping the mic. <laughs> we just had to get our washer repaired. We had to replace our microwave. We've got other things kind of... I'm. I'm eyeing, like trying to time it just right so that it doesn't, you know, happen in the middle of the night or something. But yeah, we're uh, we're reaching that point where they've just had wear and tear now, and it's time. Well, hopefully, <laughs> our guest is advising people in the Chicago area because our guest today, Justin Deese, is actually a certified e-myth business coach, and he's an expert in helping business owners that have like you know, repair people and blue collar work. That's his whole uh, strategy. Do better at service and be more customer focused. I know it's such a great topic because it's something we haven't really talked about before. And I think anybody who's gone through any sort of in-home situation, uh, you need somebody who understands service. (laughs) And for a long part of the history of this type of work, they didn't really talk about it as customer service. They talked about it as very technical and, you know, you do need to be a skilled technician to get these jobs done. Um, but now they're really opening that up and talking about the things that we love to talk about, which are the service and the experience around the actual repair and, and around going into somebody's home. And he has a lot of great things to say about it. So maybe we should jump in. What do you think? All right, let's do it. CEO Justin Deese is a highly sought-after business strategist, visionary, and self-made entrepreneur. He simultaneously built three flourishing in-home service companies in multiple states, is a certified e-myth business coach, and is an expert at helping fellow business owners structure and manage their companies for maximum profitability. He has helped numerous business owners revitalize their companies and become true business owners, not just operators. Welcome, Justin. How are you today? I'm wonderful, wonderful. I'm glad to be here, guys. We're so happy that you could join us today, Justin, and I actually am a big fan of the e-myth ideas that you talk about a lot and coach about, and, you know, I'm an entrepreneur as well as Adam, and I know that uh, I could really relate the first time I found e-myth because that idea of kind of trying to do everything, uh, it's real. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not really a myth, it's real. Um, so for those of our listeners who maybe aren't as familiar with it, how would you describe e-myth for, for the new people? You know, I, I think with e-myth, um, you, you know, for my, my journey, as far as being involved with them is someone gave me the book to read and it, and it took me several times reading it to really start to understand and grasp what it was about. But the, but the premise of the book is this, is, is the e-myth is the entrepreneurial myth that, uh, because you know how to do the technical end of something means that you know how to own a business doing that thing. And 
and really the truth is, is, is there couldn't be anything really further from the truth. Mm-hmm. So that's really what the book is about is, is about once you identify that, then it's easier to start um, working on your business versus in it. Nice. I think that's such an important message because it's really difficult um, to separate that sometimes as an entrepreneur. And I'm sure you see that over and over and over. It, it, it is difficult. I have I have been there and done that. So, yes, it is very <laughs> difficult. Yeah, it's also hard to be good at everything. You know, I always joke, you know, if you own a business, you're the chief executive officer, chief marketing officer, chief plumbing officer. Mm-hmm. You've got to do all of these things and do them well, especially in the early stages before you can afford to scale or staff. And, um, you know, it sounds like you have a lot of experience, I know, with in-home service businesses Mm-hmm. And we talk a lot about customer service, customer experience on this podcast, and that is a whole different ballgame for customer service because you're literally being invited into someone's home. So what are some of the ways you recommend ensuring a good experience in those situations? Well, the, the challenge sometimes with in-home service is that, well, yes, it's a challenge because you're in someone's space versus, you know, if you have a brick-and-mortar building and someone comes in, but, you know, that whole experience starts when the phone rings. So you've got the customer interacting with uh, with the person who's taking the call and scheduling the call, and then you have the technician who gets there and is now servicing the call. So for us, a, a big part of what we teach about about customer service to technicians and really even to dispatch people is so a term we use a lot is lanyard, and and I don't I'm down here in the Gulf Coast of Florida, so we have a lot of. Um, Cajun influence, so to speak, and, and lanyap is that is that little extra diff, you know, that little extra umph, you know, like a baker's dozen. Uh, and for in-home technicians, I, I think a lot of that has to do with being in uniform, having it clean, making sure your truck is washed. You know, little cues like that for a customer to try to build, uh, you know, to build a good service experience. I love that you mentioned lanyap. Uh, you may be familiar with. Have you ever heard of the book called uh, Purple Goldfish? Yes. Yeah, that's a good friend of Jeannie's and ours, Stan Phelps. Great yeah, book, and, and it's built on that on that idea of line up. Yep. <laughs> well, and I one of the many crazy things that has happened in my own job because I I consult on customer experience. One time, I got to actually do ride-alongs with HVAC repair guys, and it was fascinating because one of the things that occurred to me was that these techs that you mentioned, they don't have any idea what they're walking into either. And so they have to be prepared for all sorts of crazy situations. They have to deal with pets. They have to deal with, you know, um, hard to get to places. They have to deal with people who are upset that their home's a mess or people who aren't upset that their home's a mess. Or, I mean, it's just, it's a totally different world. And so I'm wondering, you know, as you talk about not just the little things, but what do you recommend to these guys and and women too, who are walking into people's homes and how can they kind of mentally prepare for the unknowns that are in there? Well, I think, you know, a lot of times as a technician, you have to be in the right state of mind. So when you go in, know to you, uh, a garbage disposal being jammed may not be a huge issue, but to that customer, that may be the biggest thing going on right now. So they may be on, you know, they, they may be on high alert. They may be their, you know, um, blood pressure may be up. They may be really excited and anxious about this problem that they have for a technician. You go, it's, 
it's not a big deal. I can fix it very quickly. But for a technician, you have to realize that, hey, when I go into this home, whatever this customer has going on is their priority. And, and therefore, it has to be my priority. That's a great way to say it. That's a great way to say it. And that's interesting. What types of training do you think, uh, you know, particularly some of these in-home service businesses where you look at a lot of it has to do with technical skill? and ability to perform a job. Do, do you find there's a training gap or that uh, particular training you know, needs to be delivered to help these uh, people that are doing in-home services provide good customer experiences as well as the technical job they're there to uh, accomplish? Well, for, for us, we spend a lot of time with the, with the Blue Collar Success Group uh, what we spend a lot of time doing is ride-alongs. Like Jeannie said, you get in a truck and you you ride along and you're in, in front of the customer, in front of the technician. Uh, and then we do a lot of role-playing inside the shops, you know, role-playing what, what happens in certain situations and how do you handle it and making sure you watch what you say and, you know, because sometimes it's all about delivery, you know, versus mm-hmm. just going in like a wrecking ball. If a, if a customer's having a major problem, you don't want to say things like, Oh, I've never seen anything like this before. You want to make sure that, you know, hey, yeah, this is not a problem. We'll be able to take care of it. And and just make sure that person's at ease with with you as the technician. Well, and one of the things that struck me as well uh, when I was doing those ride-alongs was how Google has affected the field of medicine, you know, because patients come in thinking that they have, uh, you know, some sort of very rare disease because they looked up their symptoms on Google. Um, <laughs> the same thing happens in these situations where people would say, well, I looked it up on Google and I'm pretty sure it's the uh, spark plug or whatever. And, and the guy's like, yeah, there's no, there's no, nothing called that in here. You know, like, like, it's just, it's funny how those two things happen. But, and I would imagine that hiring to, to your point, because some of this is delivery. Some of this is about kind of those softer skills outside of just the technical know-how, I imagine hiring is really important to align the service delivered in someone's home with what was promised. So what are some of your recommendations or suggestions about hiring customer-focused people? Well, I mean, we're in the customer service business, period. I mean, yes, the the side product of, of what in-home service businesses do is they, they fix the problem, but 80% of what's going on is before and after the sale. You know, so so the actual fixing of the problem is generally takes less time than the overall customer experience. So, mm-hmm. yes, you 100 percent. It is you have to find someone that that understands and is good with customers and good with customer service, because, again, that's the majority of what you're going to spend your time doing. Well, yeah, and that's you know, that really fits in with everything we preach about a total customer experience. You know, it's just not that moment of product delivery or moment of service delivery. You've got phone calls, you've got booking, you've got follow-up, right? You've got that whole customer journey from beginning to end. So mm-hmm. one thing I would ask, you know, you've obviously specialized in blue-collar and those types of industries. Do you get a lot of pushback when you're trying to train these principles and teach these principles um, to people in those fields? Uh, from the owners, no. Uh, from the technicians, sometimes they have a hard time getting it if they're if they've been in the trade for a while because they've worked for another company and another company says, "Hey, go go do whatever. I don't care what your uniform looks like." They don't they don't talk about customer experience. Um, w- once the technician understands the importance of it and how it 
really makes their job easier. Uh, they they typically will come on board and go, you know what, this this works, this is good. And and so with how, sorry, I'm I'm thinking out loud as I'm speaking, which is never a good thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but with with kind of the history of these industries, there hasn't been a real focus on customer service, frankly. And it was more about technicians and they weren't really trained in these ways. And part of that is because many times these are one-time interactions. And so when we talk about customer experience and customer service, a lot of that is tied to loyalty. And so I'm just curious, how, how do you kind of overcome that obstacle of somebody saying, yeah, I'm only going to be there once this customer is never going to call me again because I'm going to repair their thing. What does it really matter? Well, and I, and I think that's an old school way of thinking for sure. And I, and I think that that is how people have done it for, for a number of years. But the truth is, is you have to deliver such an incredible experience for the customer that next time they have a problem, they know who to call. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you give them the information so they know to call your company back because the truth is, is you don't have a problem once. And, it's and like the, Ghostbusters. Right. They have to know who to call. That's right. <laughs> They've got to know who to call. And if you and if you give them that experience, because bringing someone into your home is a very personal thing, right? And and mm-hmm. and the, you have to take that serious. That somebody goes, "Hey, I'm going to allow your company to come into my home and fix a problem that I'm having." So if you if you deliver outstanding customer service and really really help the customer, yeah, they they will call you back because they're they're going to have they're going to have more issues. And especially if you go out for a call and they, you know, sometimes budgetary reasons, I go, look, can we just do a six month fix on this thing? Just, let's just get it up and running for now. We'll worry about replacing it later when I'm, you know, am prepared to do that. They will call you. So you, you do have to give them a good experience and you've got to give them the ability to connect with you. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I really like what you're doing because we get so caught up in talking about the Zappos of the world and things like that. It's great to see somebody focusing on customer experience right there on the front lines in these industries where it's te- you know sort of historically not been attended to. So it's great stuff you're doing. And if our listeners want to uh, find out more about you and what you do, uh, where can they find you? Uh, the easiest way to find me is you can uh, find me on my website, which is justindeese.com. And uh, my last name is spelt D-E-E-S-E. So justindeese.com. Great. And we'll make sure that's in the show notes as well so everybody knows how to find you. So this was this was great. It was a really interesting discussion about something that I think we need to spend some more time thinking about. So thanks for what you're doing, Justin. Thanks for joining us today. No problem. I appreciate you guys having me on and, and letting me be introduced to your audience. Uh, thanks so much, thanks. Justin. All right. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed episode 166 of Crack the Customer Code. You can see the show notes for this and all episodes. Subscribe and send us feedback, which we love at crackthecustomercode.com. We also love your reviews. I think we've said that before, too. (laughs) I'm Jeannie Walters. Stay current on the latest customer experience trends and insights and sign up for free newsletters and webinars at 360connects.com. And I'm Adam Tapork. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and training, as well as my book, Be Your Customer's Hero, at CustomersThatSick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.